this carrier update, Donnie, we've been talking about it for quite some time, looking at what things happening around Mexico, just because the theme of nearshoring and reshoring has become so prevalent, especially with all the supply chain constraints caused throughout the pandemic, with dealing with things from overseas, it intensifies those talks about reshoring and reshoring. So why not take a look at what's happening in Mexico? On the water as well. We yeah. know Laredo is the biggest uh, land bridge between uh, the two countries where most of the freight moves across because you can be pretty much anywhere in the U.S. within 48 hours moving mm-hmm. that uh, equipment. But pulling the, <clears throat> just pulling up and look, and as we talk about ocean data, looking at you know Mexico to U.S., what moves on the water? Well, we've seen it actually pick up here uh, over the past few days. So this, you know, this is indexed. So it's gone from, you know, around, uh, really around probably uh, an average of about 50 up to peaking out above 150. So we've seen it pick up uh, a decent amount. Of course, um, curious to know what exactly, what what products are moving, yep. but they could be getting a really good rate on the ocean if as it may be a back call rate. Yeah, I mean, something people. going from like, say, Mexico, Mexico in that that LA like market is like almost like the final destination. Instead of going up through Laredo and over, it might make more sense to run, to run. boat. Yeah, yeah so, or you know, besides the boat or the rail. So interesting to keep an eye on this, just just to see, and we will uh, to see if it continues on. Uh, now we're looking at uh, all ports into Mexico. <clears throat> now this is an interesting map that you brought up. We saw the fall off a little bit here back in May. But their fall-off was not near as big as what a lot of the other countries uh, in Europe, the U.S., saw. And it kind of stabilized a little bit quicker here. They've been running here, you know, above, you know, above or below this 100 mark uh, for quite some time. A little bit picking up here back in March. And they're still right around that 100 mark here in April. So they've had a pretty steady flow of of imports not changing or declining like we saw here in the U.S. Yep. Yeah, and I think that's going to be a theme that you'll see. Uh, things brought into Mexico, then moved via truck or rail into the U.S. Add that, that one bolt mm-hmm. and then stamp it made in Mexico. Yep. Could take some advantages of some others. So uh, inter- interesting to watch. And also look at the, the markets that are shipping into Mexico. A lot of the ones I looked up seem to be competitors of China. Mm-hmm. So they could be trying to find that edge to get in that U.S. market. And that uh, could take away some market share from China as well. Exactly. So why it's so important to, to pay attention to all of the things happening, not just into the U.S., but also the surrounding countries. Yeah, and in Canada as well. Yep. All right, let's good, continue on. Uh, diesel fuel, it slowed down a little bit, but it's still falling. Mm-hmm. But the rag price is still dropping. Yep. So this could speed back up. So now we're down to 417 Tony, I filled up yesterday for $3.35 a gallon. Pretty good. I was, I was, do, I, I was very proud. Uh, quite different than when you're filling up for four dollars and thirty cents a gallon. I saved thirty one dollars. Yeah. So uh, and now you take that and you put it into a tractor trailer truck where they're filling up maybe two hundred gallons. They're saving two hundred dollars now on a fill up instead of you know paying the dollar more per gallon when it was you know four or five six months ago. Yeah. So this is going to help bring some relief to some of these drivers and they need it right now with what's going on with their rates and they're going to need it going forward because. We show no sign of spot rates picking back up, and all we know that contracted rates are falling as well. Yeah. Now, the good part here is on the next uh, chart here is uh, our spread has increased to 157. Yeah. So the station owners should be very comfortable where they sit right now, and they should hopefully allow these uh, fuel prices to continue to drop. Yeah, the one thing I was going to talk about on that last chart, the rack price, typically you would see it after it 
fell and stabilized, you'd see a little uptick. Well, two consecutive little stabilizations, we've seen it actually go down further from that point. So that's obviously a good thing for, for these carriers because it's going to lead to lower diesel prices at the pump eventually. Yes. So, Donnie, thank you so much for this update. We'll be sure to check in with you one more time before the end of the show. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Kaylee and Anthony.